What is up, my biggity boys and diggity dogs? Welcome back to another episode of the Aggressively OK Podcast. I am your host, Joseph Salamone, and I am joined by my co-host. You know what? The Academy might have failed us, but A-OK, we did not deliver a rap verse this week for the opening, and therefore, Mm -hmm. I think there is a god. You know, sometimes uh, I, I I always like to say, you know, uh, you, you know, we have a we have a relationship with our audience, and at some point we got to throw them a bone, you know. Um, yeah, I think this is what Scorsese was going for in Silence when he was talking about like the, like the religion and like faith in God, like the faith in the audience and the audience's faith in us. I think it goes two ways, you know. Yeah, and it's like in the same way that uh, Father Ferreira apostatized in that film, we must apostatize from our preconceived notions about what an intro to a podcast can be. My name's Adam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so for clarification, I'm not going to throw Joey under the bus, but (laughs) we we were planning to do an episode immediately after the Oscars last night. Um, I was a little bit tipsy. I, uh, was at a watch party with, uh, friend, friends of the pod, uh, Bam, the We Bought a Mic boys. Shout out to Hunter, Drew, and Ernie. Um, love you, Ern. Yep. Yep. Love you, buddy. Uh, so I was a little bit tipsy. That Not that that's ever stopped me before, as we've seen <laughs> another round. We know we can, you know, it's all about being responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Joey, do, do you want to tell people about how your night went last night? Um, I, uh, so I watched the Oscars. Um, I was not tipsy, but, uh, I was having a good time if you catch my meaning. Uh, and, um, sometimes when you do that, you get a little sleepy and I, uh, fell asleep and I missed Adam's call. So Did we jerk didn't get off? to record it. Like, I didn't jerk off about? either. That was the worst part. <laughs> You're just like, I had a good time, if you know what I mean. And you get sleepy <laughs> after you do it. I'm like, did you? <laughs> no, I um, I was hanging out with uh, Jim Belushi. Cool. I... <laughs> All right, that's it for AOK this week. No, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I had a good time at the party. There was um, pretty much... I mean, I, I was telling them this while it was happening. I was texting Joey, but we didn't hear a word anyone said. We were talking the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go back and watch some speeches uh, afterwards in preparation for the pod tonight so I could actually know what I was talking about. Um, but I didn't feel bad that we were talking over it because it kind of sucked, right? Mm-hmm. I would say that this is probably the worst Oscars that I've ever seen. No, it is. It is the worst. Because, like, even the other ones were, like, the year Green Book won, yeah, that, like, sucked. But, like, the show was still good. Mm-hmm. Like, they've never put on a bad show before. But, like, this year they did. And because it feels had, weird. Like, they've had uncomfortable moments or, like, bits that really don't work. But it's never been, like... Like, I, so many times I was like, this is awkward. This is really, really awkward. I don't, and I don't, I mean, not to get into the specifics of the show right off the bat, but, like, why, like, who the fuck wants that? Like, I, everyone loves the clips. Like, why are you taking the clips away and giving these really weird, long-winded intros? Like, and then they're, like, sometimes they're showing clips, sometimes they're, it just doesn't, it was a complete mess. Yeah, there was really no flow 
to like the presentation of it all like the mm-hmm. that was like half of what the oscars were all about was like even like back in like the 90s or 80s like the oscars were like advertises like even if you haven't seen the movies that are nominated you can watch the oscars as their own show it's a show within itself yes mm-hmm. it's an award show but it's a production that's why you have a host usually like it's a it's a spectacle yeah. it's a yearly event that's why people love the oscars and that's why like i mean also they cut the performances i mean i get that might be a covid thing but it's like even in years past they still they've just kind of been stripping away everything that makes the award show like good and it's 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 like in my opinion I'm a, I'm a, I mean I think uh, I'm a, I'm a theater guy I like the I mean I'm not mainly I'm more so film than theater but I do like theater and it's like the Tonys like make this shit look all, like they like make these guys look like little kids playing around like the Tonys like they're doing they do the same show every year and it's fucking great you know yeah I mean I don't want to I mean you brought up the part where like the COVID is definitely that's definitely part of it right mm-hmm. I mean. You know, they had, like, way less people in attendance this year than they usually do. Because usually the the Dolby Theater filled up to a brim. Um, This year, a lot of the winners didn't even show up. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and, which we'll definitely talk about later. But um, it just felt awkward. I think that's the best way I could sum it up, is that it just felt awkward the entire time. And Um, I think when, I love Lil Ray Howard. I think he's a great actor. I think he's a hilarious guy. But when he came out and did that song bit, I was like, this is the most, like this, the bit, this thing with Glenn Close at the end was fun, I guess. But before that, it was the most uncomfortable shit in the entire world. I was like, they need to stop doing this immediately. I, well, because we were, that was another part that was happening. And I like saw kind of what he was doing, but everyone was in, in the room was talking. So I didn't know what was going on. So I was like texting you. I was like, "What's happening right now? Like, I can't hear the TV." Yeah, it <laughs> was just just out of nowhere. I see Glenn Close twerking, and I'm like, "Wait, mm-hmm. what the fuck is happening right now?" Like, yeah, and it was also like the only time they ever did anything like that in a night. It was just this random interlude, like in between awards, where they just were like, "Let's lip sync some songs." Right. Yeah. No. I. It's very awkward. It was like if you're gonna cut like a bunch of like the really good things, like performances or montages which i definitely miss or like yeah what happened to the opening montage man that was always yeah, the best part that's my favorite part mm-hmm. people used to complain about the montages and i'm like why that's like fun mm-hmm. like you get one montage as a commercial but it's a fucking rolex commercial like yeah, really dude. like and a rolex commercial it's like it's it's just so like somebody said this and this is kind of jumping ahead a bit but it's like they because they did they rechain they reordered the awards this year and they ended with actor and it's just every decision that they make just makes it abundantly clear that like these awards have nothing to do with the films like it has it's all they don't really give a shit about the movies no i agree um I mean, okay, so I we have already because right before we recorded, I said we should probably start with the positives first, and then we just went right into it. <laughs> yeah, we, we went right into shit it immediately. <laughs> but I do want to talk about the good things because, like, there isn't it's not entirely without positives. Like, there are some people that we love that got to win last night, and they gave some good speeches. Um, so like, just for starters, Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. amazing, uh, uh, probably might be my favorite win of the night honestly no i agree with you uh he i don't know if it's my favorite win i would have to like 
think about that, but that's my favorite speech of the night for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was the fucking first one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, it was. I it was really funny. Like sometimes those speeches that are like drunken are like, or I don't know if he was drunk or high or something, but you could tell he was on something. Like yeah, and as he should be, he's at the Oscars. He's you know he's winning an Oscar. He knows he's gonna win the Oscar when he gets there. He's gonna get. He's gonna drink a little bit. He mm-hmm. saw another round. He knows what's up. Um, and, and when listen. he starts talking about like, yo, isn't it crazy that like my parents had sex and now I'm here winning an Oscar and I'm like, yo, I love this dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Listen, guys, this is an A-OK promise. If Adam and I ever find ourselves winning an Academy Award, we will be intoxicated when we accept it. So, um, we don't expect we're going to win. If they announce that we'll, we'll bring a tab of acid to the award, like we will be sure that we are not sober when we win these awards. And that will be for front of the pod, Zach Perry, because <laughs> <laughs> he won't be with us when that ever happens, when that happens, but we will do it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say Yeo Jung Yoon. Oh yeah. Yoon Jung Yoon is a great, is a great winner. That's a great win. She was uh, flirting with Brad Pitt, which I thought was really fun. Um, yeah, I mean, she's, I, I gotta admit, I haven't seen her other work, but everyone that talks about her is like, she's like the best person in the world. And I don't know, like seeing her steadily, like increase her like awards as award season goes on, like with the indie spirits and BAFTAs and stuff to finally like close out on the Oscars. And she just wins that too. Very nice. Uh, very nice. But very like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emerald Fennell. Yeah, great woman. win. Uh, great yeah. speech too. Uh, she's super. Uh, I, apparently, she is she in the Crown. Um, is she? No, I think she's an actress, right? She was in. Uh, she's in something with Sandra Oh, I believe. But I don't know. Killing Eve. I have oh, no idea. She's a. But. She's like the either the create. She's like the showrunner or writer or something with Killing Eve. Mm. That's why Promising Young Woman was so hyped when it was coming out because like that was around the time Killing Eve was like really big. Oh damn! I uh, I've heard Killing Eve is great though, so I better check. It's that really out. good. It's really really good. Is um, it about a murder? It's about like a Sandra O oh plays like a detective and Already I forgot sold. the act. <laughs> That's yeah, all I and need. and the other girl plays like an assassin, and they have like a weird romantic chemistry. Like it's like mm-hmm. a very it's kind of like De Palma esque. It's really good. Oh damn. Yeah, you would damn, like I'll have it. To check it out. It sounds yeah. right up my alley. So it's super funny too. Like it's you don't oh, think. Oh, it's funny. Okay. It's funny, sexy, dark. It's intense. It's a lot like I don't I don't want to say it's like Breaking Bad because it's not like I won't say it's that high of quality. It's really good though, but like it juggles the tones and genres really well. Is what I'm trying to say. I'll definitely answer. that sounds awesome. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, and that's why, like, half of, like, why, I mean, Promising Woman is a great movie within itself, but being a big Killing Eve fan since the beginning, seeing her, like, get, like, a lot of Emmy and Golden Globe love for that show, and now she's winning an Oscar for this, it made Mm -hmm. me really happy. Like, that was a good win. Um, Another round, winning International. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great speech from uh, Vindenberg. You still haven't seen it, right? I still have not. I was. I, I went to start it today, but I had a meeting that I was. I was like timeline-wise, it didn't line up, so I couldn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah, I did not know uh, prior to watching the speech that his daughter like died like prior yeah. to production. Like that's really. I mean, I already liked the film a lot, but like knowing that context going in and like what he had to go through like while making it, I could not imagine him dealing with that like that was an insanely like emotional speech yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was a um, uh, that was uh very touching yeah and 
honestly, like he's been, I mean, the hunt is also an amazing film. So like, I'm just really happy to see him getting his due. Um, all right. So I think the biggest shock for me of the night was Nomadland losing cinematography mm-hmm. to Mank. Yeah, absolutely. That was a big, I went, I went, when I saw that. That was a very surprising <laughs> win. Yeah. Um. Wait, did you predict that? Uh, no, I didn't. I thought Nomad, I, I, my gut, the thing is, I, like, when I first did the bracket, I was like, Mank's going to win. And then I was like, and then I saw Nomadland was winning, like, everything. And I was like, no, nah, it's going to be Nomadland. But I, I, uh, but my official prediction was Nomadland. So I did not get that one right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I was really, really shocked by that. Like, almost as shocked as I was for the other, not quite, but we'll get there when we get there. But mm-hmm. um, it was just, it it really surprised me when that happened. Because um, then it made me rethink my entire predictions because I was like, mm-hmm. wait, if I got that wrong. And I said that was <laughs> a lock. I remember I said that on the pod. Yeah. Like, this is 100% a lock and it didn't happen. And I was like, is Mank winning Best Picture? Like, I like I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, Dude, if Mank won Best Picture, what a world, that what a timeline that would be. Friend of the pod, Hunter uh, Mobley, who was on for our Mission Impossible episode, um, at the party last night, he was, like, manifesting a bunch of, like, Mank wins. And <laughs> right after he did that, it won Best Cinematography. And we all, like, looked at him. And, we, and I told him, like, you need to stop right now. Like, this is not, <laughs> this isn't okay. It's not but a I got, game. <laughs> I really thought it was working because I got nervous for the rest of the night. Like, I thought Gary Oldman would upset like all these people um and then i've been upset (laughs) and i know this is a this is a touchy subject for joey but nomad land did kind of sweep last night um chloe chloe Zhao won best director Fred mcdormand won best actor i'm sorry best actress and nomad land won best picture Joey, wait, do, do you like Nomadland? I forgot. Like, I love it. I think Nomadland is actually an excellent film. I really, really like it. It's just such a boring win. You know, there's nothing uh, cool about that. I disagree. I think it's like a good, I don't think it's, I don't equate it to like as like cool as Shape of Water winning or like Parasite, definitely. But in a year of a pandemic, I think that's a pretty strong best picture win. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a definitely a great film. It's an excellent movie, but it's just I uh, I don't know. It's just I don't like seeing the same movie win everything. And I, I mean, I'm more so butthurt about uh, McDormand beating Carrie Mulligan more so than uh, Chloe Zhao or it winning Best Picture. Carrie Mulligan is the one that I'm really kind of butthurt about. Yeah, I mean, so you didn't object to Best Picture or even did you object to Director? Like, were you upset about that? No, I was happy for. I mean, I would have. Uh, I thought. Um, a- Emerald Fennell or um, Lee Isaac Chung would have been a better pick for it, but uh, I think I still think Chloe Zhao is an amazing director. She definitely deserved it. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't quite upset with Francis winning because it's a great performance, and Francis is just such a humble and fun person. And like, she's such a weirdo, man. <laughs> I love her. She, she's perfect. I love her. I love seeing you know, her. I win. think she's great. She's just she acts. She's she's kind of she's cool though. I love her. But <laughs> she smokes a lot of weed, dude. She's like, she's fucking awesome. Dude, she's um, just like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely thought that was like, I wouldn't say it's an upset per se, like, but it was very shocking when it happened. I was kind of like, um, oh shit, like this is happening. Like the night's not going to go as planned. 
mm-hmm. um, which is a good segue for the bad stuff of the episode mm-hmm. or uh, of the of the show. Um, so let's talk about what all was bad here. Um, a lot. <laughs> yes, quite a bit. Um, so we have Soderbergh behind the camera. He directed this thing. Did you know that going in? Uh, yeah, I um, I didn't. I kind of I googled it because uh, Emerald Fennell name dropped him a bunch in her speech. So I googled it. and I was like, oh shit, good for him. But, and I, I we love Soderbergh. We did a whole episode for another pod Johan last year. Um, great, one of my favorite directors, I should say. Like he's amazing, and I don't blame him. But whatever they were going for with trying to make this year cinematic completely failed it was more jarring than anything yeah it felt like i was watching a fucking football game i was like why do you like they you do not need 8k cameras for the oscars what do you and it i don't know it was just i guess like the speeches looked kind of cool but for the most part it didn't it didn't add anything to it i would say i don't even like i didn't think the speeches looked good i thought it looked more jarring than anything the mm-hmm. only part i liked when i was getting kind of hyped was when like the, the long shot of regina at the beginning like I was like, oh, oh, sh- oh, shit, okay, like, we're doing this. Like, it, mm-hmm. it actually looks like a movie. And you have, like, the classic like, Ocean's Eleven score, like, playing over it. I'm like, this is a Soderbergh joint. Like, let's go. <laughs> um, and then the rest happens, and you're just like, oh, God. Um, yeah, if anything, it just took me out of it, like, more than it, I don't know, captivated me. I'd say know. so much about The Night took me out of it. It just wasn't, I mean, I, it, I feel bad dogging on Soderbergh, because I guess it is technically on him. But it just none of it worked. It just felt like a, and I mean, I don't know. I just it it felt I did it didn't feel like the Oscars. I'll say that. Well, that's I guess the issue, and that kind of is another good segue to like our larger point of like what went wrong and like why did it go wrong. And I think it all kind of spawns back to the Academy really wanting ratings. They don't care about awarding the films. Like they, and I think this is also very apparent like how the entire night was a big ad for the museum that they're opening. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care about any of like the people, like the actors, the, the directors, like any of these people. It's all to like kind of get viewers and sell things. And it makes me kind of sad. Like this is the first time I watched the Oscars and I was extremely cynical the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, it was like a joke. It was, um, I turned into the Joker after it was over. I was just so, it's just sad because it's, I, 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 I actually turned to, um, I was watching it with my brother and I turned to him and I was like, it's so funny because the Oscars, like, because I was watching the pre-show and they're talking about how important of a night this was. And I was like, they act like they're such like a, an important, like, like they're like the face of the industry, but they're like so disconnected from it. It's just, it's just kind of embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, and yes, it's cool that Chloe Zhao is like the first, um, like she's like the second woman to win best director. And she's like Mm -hmm. the first uh, woman of color to ever win, which is, that's cool. That's very great. Like that's a great step forward, Mm -hmm. but like it's, they just don't treat it like it means anything. Like they, Mm -hmm it doesn't feel important because they stage it like in a, like they stage it like a television production or like a television, like just a ratings grab than like a, a, like a moment in history. Whereas like other years have like when, for example, like when Greta won that one year, you felt mm-hmm. that like the momentum of that moment because the, it, the production was like larger than life. And you like got to like revel in that moment with her. 
but now it just felt like very small scale and like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to take the moment I'm, moment away from Chloe. Uh, it was a great speech. I love Chloe, but it's just again the production of it all, the pace of it, the everything. It just wasn't fair to her. Yeah, and it's it's also it's it's kind of a weird because in an ironic way when they try to kind of because the, just the way the academy acts, anytime they make any kind of step forward, there's there you just can't help but look at it with like a cynical light because it's like yeah they did Chloe Zhao uh, you know it's an amazing achievement for her but it's like are you just doing this for like attention or are you doing this for views or is this what you actually like do you actually think she was the best director or are you just doing this to well, kind I don't... of try to get brownie points. I don't think it's so much that because as we learned with the best actor debacle, <laughs> they have no say in who, because not, and that's not even a slight on whether or not Chadwick or Anthony deserved him more. That's not even what I'm saying, but like, if that's what they were going for, if they wanted like the good headlines, I think this is like definitive proof that they don't know what's in the envelope prior to it happening. <laughs> like this yeah, is definitely. proof good that like Lord. the moonlight La La Land thing was not staged. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, do you want to get into the uh, the best actor snafu? Yeah, I mean, let's get into it. Like, it's just, <sighs> yeah, go off. <laughs> um, you reorganized the entire. You reordered the um, entire ceremony to give to end on a high note with Chadwick, and then you you made his wife come, his widow rather, come during a pandemic and sit through a awful uncomfortable ceremony and then didn't fucking give him the award and you gave it to someone who wasn't fucking there who's already won before and this is their seventh nomination um okay i do want to clarify i have no issue with anthony hopkins winning mm-hmm. we this love is, anthony hopkins over here we think he's yeah, great i i i think him getting the oscar is completely valid like that he's he gave a great performance to the father he won he's a great man great performer um, it's a good win. No complaints there. Nothing about his performance or him as a person is what I'm complaining about. My issue <laughs> is that just everything about the staging and like the lead up and the build up to this point completely failed. Like you were like slowly building up to a Chadwick win. Like that's why I mean you cannot convince me that's why that's not why you like closed out like on best actor <laughs> like you don't switch up the placement of the categories unless you're trying to do something there right mm-hmm. they really like the academy gambled they placed their bets on the voters which we know that's rule number one <laughs> about the Oscars you never do that <laughs> you never <laughs> you, you never, never believe in fucking them. voters man you never do that <laughs> no absolutely not. Um, and I think that entire like moment where it was the double whammy of like Chadwick losing and on top of that, Anthony Hopkins not even being there over zoom, he's in Wales. So he was not there and it's, it's okay that he wasn't there. He's an old, he's an 87 year old man, I believe in the, in a pandemic. Um, yeah, don't go to the Oscars. It's fine. No one's faulting you for that. No one's faulting you for anything. But again, it's the, just, I, and like I'm just amazed at how badly this was planned and structured and organized. <laughs> like, and I mean, they had that ridiculous uh, the Chadwick NFT that they were giving out. Oh in my the, uh, god! Fucking gift bags. That was completely ridiculous. Did you see they're reorganizing it to be Anthony Hopkins now? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. That is so fucking stupid. I, I, I. 
it's just that is it, ridiculous. That am I? I am in. I, that are you serious? I saw it on. I don't know if it's a joke, but I'm like 90 percent sure it was real. That would be so, dude. The academy does not give a fuck if they do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chadwick Boseman NFT sparks controversy gets redesigned following late actors Oscar loss. Um, this was on Deadline. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Um, can't write this. Okay, shit. so it's not. I, it, it seems like they're not changing it to Anthony Hopkins. I got that part wrong, but they are redesigning it to like not be so insensitive, not be so fucking bizarre looking. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like it is pretty weird, and also like that they would like even do that in the first place is just strange when itself. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't. I think that's just again indicative of the entire like the Academy doesn't care about the performers. It's all about like being hip and like with the times and like nfts really like (laughs) like fuck off like i it's so stupid yeah dude elon musk is gonna host next year god oh fuck okay yeah i mean in that's just i mean okay so like the best actor thing obviously what a terrible way to end the night like it's literally like anthony hopkins you won but he's not here so we accepted for him cut to credits like that's it that's the entire show like it just it yeah, it was no so ending, bad no no goodbye just like oh he didn't win bye it's over i was <laughs> half expecting them to pull out tom cruise to do like a redux of his 9-11 speech it's like <laughs> that would be so funny um as for like other smaller things that bugged me um the in memoriam was super rushed um it looked yeah, my like they dad were like, watched it this morning and he was like why are they fast forwarding through this it's like two times speed like they were going on full blast like trying to breeze through it and you do um, not hold on fred willard for long enough you son of a bitch <laughs> no really i mean <laughs> they went through jerry stiller like super mm-hmm. quick like what the fuck man did not um, include uh jessica walters or uh, Naya Rivera, like, just a lot of, like, great performers that they left out or just completely, like, brushed over if they even included them in the first place. Um, and it was weird, like, when they would, like, slow down for, like, an A-list actor or director or producer or something. So it's, like, I mean, I get that, yes, they are A-list. Like, it's just objective. They are more popular than some of the other people on there, right? But to slow down for them while you're, like, breezing through the others that feels very weird to me yeah it's not that it's not that you slowed down it's that you fucking two speed you two times speeded through the fucking rest of everybody yeah it just feels like and like other moments didn't feel like that like they didn't Mm -hmm. feel like i mean other oscar memoriams like they would go on very long but we accepted it because like that's hollywood like that's people in Hollywood are keeping the system running mm-hmm. and they passed away and we're honoring them this one time a year that we honor the movies. We're honoring the people that died, giving us the movies. <laughs> and like now you're fucking like doing it at two times speed while you're, you're fast forwarding close to work. Like really? Like, yeah. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. The show's already three hours. Like, let it go. And they also, I mean, I think this is this more to do with Questlove than them, but they had, a, like, a killer song playing. Like, they, they had Stevie Wonder playing. It's a great song. Like, I, yeah. we could have fucking stewed in that for a bit. Uh, maybe even shed a tear, but it's fucking, like, two, like, I, 
fucking Sean Connery was on the screen for like two seconds. Yeah, I mean, how do you fuck that up? Sean Connery, the man himself. Like, it's fucking James Bond, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they, as far as I'm concerned, like, they completely fumbled it this year. Um, you were on the money. Um, they, this is the worst Oscars I've ever sat through. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something because I've seen Green Book win before. <laughs> um, like, yeah, we watched Green Book win. So it was better saying, than this. this. Is the worst one. Yeah, yeah, it's better, honestly. Well, again, this is the first time where it's like it's not because of the wins or like anything. It's just the production. Mm-hmm. It's the first time that I really, truly saw through the Academy's bullshit and I didn't buy it. And I honestly feel like it's like a kid getting told Santa Claus isn't real. Like I'm, I feel hurt a little bit. And I know that sounds very stupid of me, but like, like we always make fun of the Oscars, but we always go to them for mm-hmm. escapism and like for a good time. That's why we place bets on them, which we'll get to in yeah. a bit. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like, it is. It's like, I don't know. I, it is kind of sad to see just year after year, the Oscars mean less and less, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I know the Oscars have never never really meant anything, but it's just sad to see it, like, go this way. Like, I wouldn't... And I mean, the ratings are, like, astronomically low this year, um, kind of to an absurd degree. Uh, yeah. I guess it, it might have been a streaming issue where people didn't know where to find it. No, I... Well, I did. That was my next note, like the next bullet point that I wanted to get to, mm-hmm. because I want to clarify, like how much it dropped, because how much it dropped is it's insane. It's yeah, insane. It's dra- so absurd, almost. So the ratings dropped to 58% from 64.2%, which is from 23.6 million last year. Which, by the way, the 23.6 million last year, that was already a drop from the year before, where it was like 30 something million, I believe. Yeah. This year it dropped from 23.6 down to 9.85 million. Holy shit. It's below the double digits. That's yeah, insane. Young Sheldon gets more views than that. Yo, AOK gets more views than that. <laughs> Legit. <Yo. laughs> Spike overperformed the Oscars, man. Yeah, dude. And I mean, like we don't need to get into this now, but like I mean, I think everybody was really kind of had their fingers crossed for a spike upset, and just mm-hmm. for them to not even mention it is just kind of disheartening. Listen, best documentary documentary short is a tough category. I get it, but like, come on, like we could have we could have won. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, is it really a tough category though? You know what I mean? Like they just were being difficult, you know? I mean, Spike himself was pretty upset that he couldn't get nominated for playing himself in a movie. So like, mm-hmm. I get that. I, like we accepted that. We had to hold Spike off from like raiding the Academy offices, but like we, yeah, we, had, and then we it, accepted it. He went all the way down there. He showed up. <laughs> he had to sit through the bullshit and he didn't, they, they had him, uh, they had him up on the top level too. They didn't even have him down with the A-listers. He didn't get to meet anyone. He he went home empty-handed. It's just, I mean, it's like it's just a one thing after another after another after another with these goddamn people. Um, no, I. <laughs> we'll 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 get there next year when uh, when we make a sort of movie. We'll definitely get nominated then. Um, you guys will see what we mean in at some point later this year. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but that being said, so we've talked about all the positives and negatives and why we hated this year's Oscars. So Joey, I pose the question to you. We bitch and we whine. So like the, the question is what 
can they do to make us happy? What can they do differently next year for you, Joseph? What would put a smile on your little face? I got three things. I think two of them are no-brainers, and I think my third one might be a bit divisive, but this is what I think. Um, okay. I got something in my throat. Give me one second. <laughs> Joey is clearing his throat, guys. You got to give him a minute. Number one, bring back the clips. Everybody yes. wants to see and the montages. I'll throw it in. Bring back the clips and the well, montages. That's, that's kind of synonymous to what I was saying earlier with like the people that don't watch the movies, but they watch the Oscars and they love award shows. You need the clips and montages to really show people and advertise these movies that they might not have seen to the people at home. Mm-hmm. Like the average family hasn't seen Nomadland. Yeah. <laughs> like they haven't seen <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. Advertise it to them. Show them why it's good. Yeah, and it was like when I was watching the because they showed the clips for Best Picture, and I saw the Nomadland clip, and it was her. Uh, it was her with uh, what's her? What's the the friend's name? Uh, Sweeney, something oh, like that. Uh, Swanky. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're talking about. And they're talking about. She's like uh, talking about having her ashes spread, and I was like, man, that movie. I need to rewatch that movie. That movie's really fucking good. Like they're just being showing these clips, like it's just. And also, I think part of the fun. This is like a small thing, but like it was such a. In some categories, there was such a great mix, especially like the acting categories. You'd get like a really dramatic clip, and then you'd get like a super fucking funny clip, like back to back to back, and then the actor would be like, oh, that's me. Like that was part of the fun, and it's like completely gone. And also, it just kind of it speaks to the larger point about how this has just become so much less and less about the movies. They're not even fucking showing them anymore. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Um, and even like some of the clip, like, choices were weird to me like the promising woman clip where she like spits in his cup I'm yeah like, what really? a weird clip for that movie <laughs> yeah the whole room i was with they all were like that clip really for best, yeah, like, the best it, picture clip really yeah, it makes it look like a completely different movie too yeah i mean not a bad scene but it's a weird oscar clip for your, like your best picture clip very strange you know, i was glad to see bo burnham at the oscars but other than that i don't understand uh why they picked that i mean i don't necessarily that movie is kind of hard to pitch so i don't mm-hmm. know which one they could have picked but uh, just weird, yeah, weird pick. Um, but, um, but, yeah, so bring back the uh, clips and montages. Mm-hmm. Number two. Number two is, uh, this is going to be, um, I think this is a no-brainer, but I think uh, you should bring a host back. I think uh, uh, it's a, a very, very clear uh, whole miss. It's a very clearly not working without a host. Uh, I, although the little Ray Howard uh, little uh, song. The little Rel Howery? Rel, sorry. Little, <laughs> little Rel Howery. Uh, well, yeah, the guy it's from completely Get butchered Out. the man's name. <laughs> um, him. We love you, man. Bad Trip was very funny. You're great in Bad Trip. Um, and uh, he he comes out for he came out for a second and just the right even but even though the bit was really awkward, just seeing him come out with the mic and start talking, I was like, oh, this is like we have like he, they should just let him do it. Like yeah, it's so clear that the show needs like a focus and a drive. And then uh, my final one, uh, and this is also I guess this leads into the host thing. Uh, just make, they're not funny anymore. No one's telling jokes anymore. There's no funny presenters. There's no skits. There's no nothing. It's just, it's just them. It was a PowerPoint presentation we were watching. And then, I mean, there were some good speeches that I like. I thought John, um, I thought the, the soul score, uh, the, that, that speech was very funny. Um, and it was very, it was very thoughtful. It was very emotional. Yeah. Just all around great speech. You know, if we could just get a, uh, you know, it's, it has less to do with the runtime and more to do with the mood. If it's an entertaining show, you can make it as long as you want. But if you're going to give us this 
fucking sludge fest. It, nobody's going to want to watch it. I, Adam didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, I'm bullshitting this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. The host thing is, like, very, very prevalent. Because, like, I think the um, last year they did a solid job, I thought, with the no host. Like, and... I, whether or not you agree or disagree with the Kevin Hart thing is a different situation, but like I thought last year they compensated with the no host debacle pretty fairly. Like the musical numbers, the bits, the the presenters that they had, like the multiple people they had to compensate for just one host worked last year, I thought. Like I liked it last year. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, it did not work this year. Yeah, like you missed the host better last year. What like it's like what we were fearing last year happened this year. Mm-hmm. Like it was just completely dry. It was boring. I've never been bored by the Oscars before, but this is the first time that it's happened. Um, it's really sad. Um, I think honestly, and I promise this is not me being typical Adam. You got to get The Rock in there, or like someone to his like charisma, like just mm-hmm. a very like funny, charismatic person to like headline like a genuine star that you can sell like hey this person is hosting the oscars so like watch that shit it's gonna be fun you have to do that next year you yeah, can't like, get away with it again get like music like hugh jackman like did musical numbers neil patrick harris had a very good opening number when he hosted like it's just uh, say, even kimball did a great job yeah even fucking seth mcfarlane was did a good job he was singing and dancing some of his uh, material hasn't aged that well but I, he still did a fine job there and it's just yeah. it's just clear i, I just and i know that i, I the, the mind of i know the people are kind of hitter the humor is kind of hit or miss with the oscars and obviously there's there's some years that are better than others but just like Get like just make the show funny again. Like I mean, I know I I think that Kimmel's hosting jobs are a bit divisive in, in corners, but that the, his banter with Matt Damon is some of the funniest shit that we've gotten under the Oscars in a long time. And it's like that, just that humor. I mean, just I mean we I think we just want to see, you know, uh, the people in the movies we like fucking around. Like that's all we really want to see when we watch these awards. I mean, obviously we want to see the awards, but like in the in the interim, we just want to see the celebrities in the movies we like fucking around that's all is that that's all we really fucking need is just like have them just say something stupid get ryan gosling out there to do a funny bit that's all you gotta fucking do man yeah man no i agree with you uh like get someone really talented and like funny and charismatic just own that shit like make it and this goes to like my i guess my first point which is we've already echoed it but like make it a production again like really and i mean i get that they were going for the the cinematic feel soderbergh this year i i get what they were going for but it very clearly failed that's not what you do we're not we know we're not watching a movie we're not trying to watch a movie we're trying to watch the oscars the oscars are a different animal than like being cinematic it's not supposed to be cinematic it's supposed to be theatrical there is a difference they're putting on a live performance that's different than a cinematic experience i don't like it's the fact that i'm a fucking podcaster i'm explaining that to people like <laughs> it blows my mind there is something wonderful about live productions because the intimacy of it the mm-hmm. the whether or not like things can fail at any given moment but they don't is what makes it so perfect that's yeah, the why energy. the la la land moment is mm-hmm. so infamous right mm-hmm. because it happened live so to like put that into a format of cinem- like a cinematic format, it does not work. It strips the theatricality of it all. 
in a way that really damages the Oscars as a like show and a performance. And I mean, if we're being honest too, I know that the the the, the La La Land snafu is kind of embarrassing, but yeah. that's probably that's gonna go down in history as like one of the most iconic Oscar moments of all time. And it's 100%. You can you imagine if it was fucking shot? The way that they shot that the, this uh, Oscar ceremony, it would it would be fucking weird. It wouldn't make any sense. It would just it would be very uncomfortable. It'd feel really awkward. And I mean, it felt awkward when it happened on the night, but that was more so of like a what the fuck just happened. Not I there there. This is looks and sounds and feels weird. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, like it just go back to the way things were like last year. Like like as much as you can at least like. I hope next year we can be back in the Dolby Theater because whatever room they were in was this the museum that they're in? Like, um, I think they were at the. I think they were like in a hotel. It's so stupid. I mean, I get why. I know COVID. I understand, but like, bring us back to the Dolby Theater. I miss the Dolby Theater. Like, just put us back in there. Like, that's why that like that was like that's iconic because every other Oscars have been held there. Like, that's why, like, the repeated magic of seeing every Oscars in previous years held at the same location, that's why it hits every time it happens each year. Is because you're like, oh, shit, it's the Oscars. That stage that they're at is synonymous with what the Oscars identity is, you know? So, like, I get it. I understand why they couldn't do it this year. Social distancing, I understand. But, like, you got to go back next year. Even if you have to, like, distance the people. Hopefully you don't have to, but, like... If we're still in some shit next year, just dist the Dolby Theater is pretty large, so you can do it, you know. Um, um, they held it at Union Station, wherever that. We're Florida people. We don't know where that is, but it's a uh, <laughs> it's a train station. What the fuck? Why would you hold it? <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, yeah, it's a genuine train station. Very active. Very popular. Um, okay, I mean, hey, that good for them, I guess. Um, very cool Oscars. Very cool. Um, yeah, and I guess my final one, and this one I think might be controversial, especially like with back in 2017 when they they announced like the most popular film category. Me, you, other people were like kind of upset about that. They were like, we were like, yo, you don't have to do that. Like, um, like don't cater to like blockbusters, like Avengers, whatever doesn't have to be nominated for like best picture, right? Or, like, best popular film. Like, that's mm-hmm. what the people's choice and shit is for. Yeah. But now, I'm looking back. I'm not saying, like, nominate whatever the biggest billion-dollar grossing movie is, right? But I'm looking back at the year that like, Black Panther got a Best Picture nomination. And I'm thinking, like, that was really a cool moment. Like, and I get that there wasn't really a Black Panther equivalent this year. But maybe throw the people a bone like every now and then, like the narrative around like the Oscars and why it doesn't really, I don't know, connect with the general public is that no one has seen these movies. And yes, that's a good thing. It's good to shine a light on movies that people haven't seen, but maybe give us a Black Panther every year. Give people a reason to tune in, you know, mm-hmm. like there are movies every year that gross a certain amount of money. And that doesn't mean that they're any lesser in quality to what you're nominating. Like, I'm sorry, Black Panther is just as good as Mank. Like, it's just <laughs> as good. Um, that might be touchy for Joey, but, like, I, I fully believe Brr. that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, 
I would say like a lot of like the Marvel movies are just as good as some of these best picture nominees this year. Like, yeah, I would say Endgame is probably just as good as Chicago seven. Uh, I would say it's better <laughs> in every way, shape or form. Yeah. And it's like, um, also the thing is it, it's just, it's so it, 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 like the father is very clearly doing something different than like Hobbs and Shaw, but that doesn't mean that, Hobbs and Shaw is bad because it's not doing what the father's doing. Like they just films can do different things and it's yeah, just kind of throw throw the audience a bone really. Like fucking throw like a Mission Impossible up there or throw like a Guardians exactly. or and I mean, obviously we're not saying nominate like San Andreas or like Skyscraper, but like, yeah, like there's the there are good bad. action films, you know? Like if the movie's bad, obviously don't nominate it. But mm-hmm. like there are critically acclaimed like blockbusters each year. Like, you could have made the argument for, like, 2015, The Force Awakens, which was, like, a juggernaut of the box office, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, like, Star Wars is, like, a beloved franchise. And, like, everyone loved The Force Awakens when it came out. You could have made an argument for Best Picture for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just so many movies. I think even Endgame would have been acceptable last year. Like, Yeah, and I mean, I think this year, Tenet very clearly, like, uh, should have been pretty much, it's not, what was it, nominated twice? And it should have been, I mean, pretty much every technical category it should have been nominated. In. And Nolan probably could have, I mean, if, if he was pretty heavy, uh, I mean, it was pretty competitive this year, but Nolan could have easily scooped up a director nom. I mean, I was going to say that, but... Tenet's such a divisive movie that I didn't know if it like held up for my what I'm trying to say, yeah. I guess. If you don't like Tenet, grow up. That's I mean, I agree. Say. I love Tenet, but I, I know that there's people out there that don't particularly care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was saying, like, this year I understand that there's some movies, or there's not a lot of movies this year, where, like, it was a big hit. They're, um, like, the people are going to tune in for this movie. Like, Birds of Prey was a popular movie but it didn't gross that much obviously you can't really nominate song of the hedgehog you know like (laughs) i get it this year i'm not saying you had to do it this year but next year like let's say uh fast nine uh just for you know argument's sake uh is this all set up for this point yeah you caught me red-handed uh (laughs) as heisberg said you got me um (laughs) but you know if Vin campaigns hard enough for it and people love it and the critics love it, why not? But you can replace that argument with like any blockbuster that comes out this year that people mm-hmm. love. Like really, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Now I'm, I'm not saying nominate that movie, but you get what I'm saying. Like if we get like a Mad Max, Black Panther equivalent, nominate it. Give the people a bone. Give them a reason to tune in. You have to connect back with the general public or you're going to lose your base entirely. And I'm not saying compromise the integrity of the Academy, if that even exists anymore. I'm not saying do any of that. I'm just saying just meet them in the middle. It's a celebration of movies, so why not give the people that go to the movies something to look forward to? And I I think that's actually – that's a great point, what you said, the idea that – I mean, because the Academy is – I mean, their argument would be like, oh, we nominate films. But, like, you guys are so morally – you guys are so devoid of any uh, integrity at this point. Might as fucking well. Like, I mean, who are – you think, really, you guys gave Green Book Best Picture and Bohemian Rhapsody Best Editing and you don't want to nominate fucking – Mission Impossible Fallout, or you don't want to nominate Blade Runner 2049, like, get the fuck out of here. I guess that's that's another great point, is because it's like, 
the integrity like they say they have integrity but they really don't because mm-hmm. like they've admitted like this came out like when the weinsteins fell like it came out that like they were literally like buying oscar votes from people like when you have like producers literally buying the wins it doesn't matter anymore like it it's gone the integrity is out the window so why not give your viewers something to like look forward to like give them something that they've already seen that will give them incentive to look at the other movies in the same category that this one's nominated for. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win. Like, there's no reason. Like, I mean, I get Mission Impossible Fallout came out the same year as Black Panther, but like, if it came out any other year, it should have got a Best Picture nomination. Everyone mm-hmm. loved that movie. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, but it's like it. I mean, a bla- the Black Panther year isn't 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 the only year that something like that's happened. Where it's like, I mean, Inception, I think very famously got uh, kind of snubbed over. No, I think no uh, DC movie or no DC movies have one, but like no uh, Marvel movies never really get nominated for major roles. Uh, there's just so many. I, I just action in general horror gets overlooked very often. Like the well, movies that Dark like Knight people, didn't get nominated. Yeah, Dark Knight didn't get nominated for fucking anything. And yeah and it's just i don't know it's 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 like are we are we like like denis villeneuve is one of the best directors working right now but is dune too much of a popular movie for them to take a look at i mean i don't who's to say because like blade runner is very clearly a masterpiece Mm -hmm. everyone loved it when it came out um 24 and 9 that is and yet no best picture nomination uh why not chief will be like i don't get it like um but yeah i mean i feel like we're talking ourselves in circles here we made our points i i i don't know if they're gonna make these changes you look at the viewers you look at the ratings you kind of assume they have to if they want to have a show next year because if it drops lower than nine million they're done like I mean, of course, the Oscars will always be around to some capacity, but no one's going to take them seriously if it goes lower than nine. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I would make the argument if we weren't a pandemic and it went lower than 10, that would have been the like nail in the coffin. But you have the pandemic argument this year. You have it. This is your one free card. Mm-hmm. Next year, all you got to go all in with it. You have to make it better. You yeah, have legit to- get the rock to host. Like, that's all that's all you can do, really. Even if not The Rock, like, gets, I'm not even, like, I'm, I don't want to be, like, too much of a Hobbs and Shaw bitch, but, like, come on, like, someone, like, just someone really talented that people love. To Who do get people by. like right now? Let's, let's, let's pick it right now. Who do people like? Uh, I, I'm <laughs> void of the times, apparently, because I don't, <laughs> like, I mean, who's, like, a popular, like, artist? Zendaya. Like, get Zendaya to host it. I would, <laughs> Zendaya, I, I loved seeing her every time she was on screen last night. Um... Yeah, Zendaya, like, get, I don't know, get any, like, literally any, anyone that's charismatic, anyone that's popular, anyone that can host a damn show and keep it moving. Yeah, just get Ryan Reynolds Who or something, you know? I mean, honestly, at this point, I know people don't love Ryan Reynolds, but he would be a great get for the Oscars. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I mean, personally, I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's really funny. I love Ryan Reynolds, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, Twitter has their thing with him and, like, they do everybody. I don't care. I love Ryan and I think if they got him to host the Oscars, that would be huge because he is just whatever you want to say about him. He is a charismatic person and he can lead a movie, a show, anything like nobody's business. I've never seen him host anything, so I don't know. But I can only imagine like he, he would do a good job. Just his like natural way of being 
kind of just screams like a great host to me. He did a good job on um, SNL the couple times he's hosted. I I definitely watched it. I already forgot them, but I believe mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's a good pick. Ryan Reynolds. I agree with that. Do it. Uh, he's a good, like, he's, he's like one of those A-list actors, but like the general populace kind of identifies with him. And mm-hmm. that's why like, Deadpool's like even half as popular as it is. So yeah, that's it. That's our get, pick. Like Robert Dunn Jr. Get, I don't know. Yes, fucking, him. Exactly. Perfect. Like there's just so, it's just so easy. Like it's like, we're trying to like fish for like a, a, an actor that is fun to watch, you know, like it's, it's a pretty, pretty wide uh, gambit of people you can get. So that's all I mean, you guys. I get it. Like Kevin Hart's controversy really hurt their egos last year. They're like, oh, how can we ever recover from this PR nightmare? But like, dudes, grow up. Like, just mm-hmm. like pick somebody, vet them out, make sure they haven't said dumb shit. Like, it's yeah, not if you that don't hard. Want controversy. Don't pick a comedian. Then just pick somebody who's gonna like pick an actor. Pick fucking. I mean, Kevin Spacey hosted the Tonys. Like, you can find people. No, I'm just kidding. But he did host the Tonys. But that was a joke. But you know, find like fucking. I don't know, like, it's just, like, it, there's so many people to pick from that I can't even, like, pick anybody, because it's just, it's a it's a celebrity people, like, fucking find, get Ryan Reynolds to do it, get Oscar Isaac, get John Boyega, get, like, there's so Steve many Grell, Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, even, get, uh, Yeah, that would be great, fucking Emma Stone, fucking, uh, I don't know, I'm just scrolling through fucking movies right now, it's just... Denzel himself. Yeah. God, I mean... Yeah, dude. So many people. Um, Bill, fucking, just anyone who's handsome and uh, funny. That's all you get need. Get us. Get us. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be hosting next year. Uh, um, Yourself, but he'd be a great host. Um, I mean, we gave our suggestions. We hope, because um, we know you guys are listening. The Academy. We know you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully you guys make the appropriate. Uh, decisions next year to make it for a better show um i'm kind of tired of making excuses for them because at this point they're just like damaging themselves and their brand and like through their own integrity they've blamed it on other things in the past but like this year it's just the bullshit's up it's it's all them it's all their fault like it's on them to improve otherwise why do we look at them to be like the beacon of award season like why them mm-hmm. how like, come yeah why is that chief Willoughby? Like why? Like, <laughs> but with all that being said, I mean, do you have any final thoughts on the matter? Like, um, Oscars, you know, I think we, we've talked shit about you for about 54 minutes now, <laughs> but deep down, we love you. Yeah. Deep down. We, we love you. We, we, you know, growing up as little kids, we imagined what it would be like to win. We've written, we've all written Oscar speeches in our head it's it's a part of the culture and it's it's really sad to see you guys go the way you've gone. So just you know, like Vin Diesel said, let's get back to the movies. <laughs> Love you for that one, Joey. Um <laughs> No, I agree. Um we only say all this because we love you very deep down. We we love the show, we love the performance of it all. And I really hope next year um we're talking about how much we love the show and not like how much it disappointed us um yeah i guess that's it um again sorry it was a day late we it was my fault adam is a good person (laughs) i am not (laughs) it's it's fine honestly i'm glad that we got like 
because if we recorded last night, we'd, we would have not known about the ratings drop. We would not have had like a day to like think about it and think about mm-hmm. like what they could have done better. So I think this is actually beneficial because if we did it last night, we would just been like depressed and like, well, that <laughs> fucking sucked. Like, yeah, coming right off the coattails of Jack <laughs> losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And I would have been like, I mean, last year when I was drunk, it was great because Parasite won. But if I was drunk live on pod immediately after a Chadwick loss, mm-hmm. that would have, like, I think Joey would have had to prevent me from doing something bad because I, like, I just wouldn't have been able to handle it. Um, Joey, uh, where can the people find you? You can find me at Joseph underscore Salamony on most platforms. And you can follow me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. And the pod at AOK Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, send us questions. Uh, reply to our stories. Uh, I just want to set up a voicemail box. We oh no wait, we have one. I just haven't sent the link out. I'll do that later. Just so, put my personal phone number out there. Yeah, I will. So it's four oh seven. But yeah, hit us up. Um, we have some exciting apps coming up soon. So just keep look out on the feed we'll be back soon so joey if you want to do your usual close out all right gamers uh you know this is a loop this is this is a melancholy one you know on one hand it's fun to shit on the oscars on the other it's fun to shit on the oscars so (laughs) but we love the oscars and we love you the viewers uh and we love blogging with that dog so all we can say is good night and good luck see ya